Renegade Broadcasting. Hard-hitting talk radio. Hey guys, what's up? Long time, no talk. But I just wanted to take a little break from my very busy day here to talk a little bit about uh, Robert F. Kennedy and the controlled opposition shill that he is. And I'm sure some people listening might have that initial reaction of, no, that's my savior. Don't say anything bad about him because he's the one person that I can direct my family to about vaccines and this and that. Yes, I understand. I totally understand. And sometimes I myself will talk about these, you know, gatekeepers as if they're not with people that don't understand what's really going on. Because obviously, if you're trying to communicate the truth to people that are at an entry level, you're not going to be like, so did you know all these people are actually shills and blah, 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 because that'll just confuse them. But here at Renegade, we have a certain level of discourse, right? We know the score, we know who pulls the strings, and we definitely know that they lead any opposition to them. So what better way to do that than RFK and uh, his whole children's health defense thing? Now, obviously, it's great, right? Yes, speaking out against vaccines, a, a major popular person, yes, of course, but it's a major limited hangout because he's not against vaccines. He's for safe vaccines. And, oh, the parents' right to choose which vaccines they shoot up into their baby. So it's classic controlled opposition along the lines of Del Big Tree and all those types. So I just wanted to kind of get into RFK, his connections. Um, you know, he's really coming to the forefront now of these truth movements that are all across uh, the world right now. I believe there was a big demonstration in Germany recently where there were apparently millions of people. I haven't actually, you know, like looked at any of the footage or anything, but, um, you know, that, that's great. That is a very good sign that people know what's going on, right? But I just have to question who's organizing these things, you know? Unfortunately, um, a lot of people are going to be kind of roped into another playpen, a kind of controlled opposition, little holding cell, um, where, yeah, they'll, they'll get a, a portion of the truth, but it's just not a hundred percent the truth. And that's not because RFK just can't say what he wants to say. No, he is an absolute shill deeply in bed with Jews, Israel, the like, and we'll get into that soon. Um, and he's very chummy with uh, the chosen, the chosen tribe. All right, so I first kind of came across his uh, shady behavior when I was just scrolling through his Instagram because I noticed he was being talked about a lot more and he seemed to be speaking out a lot more against all this stuff. And I looked into his Instagram, just scrolling through his Instagram, and you know I saw um, them at the Wailing Wall, you know, just chilling him and his wife, who I don't know if she's. Um, Jewish, like, it's a well-known fact. She could be a crypto Jew. I don't really know. But she did play Larry David's wife on Curb Your Enthusiasm. And Larry David and RFK are very close. They are pictured many, many, many times together. They're always hanging out, always going to dinners together and parties and celebrity events. Um, so, yeah, I was looking at his Instagram and I see them in uh, Jerusalem 
dancing on the streets, having a good time. They seem to frequent uh, Israel. I also see him, you know, posting not outright Black Lives Matter stuff, but, uh, you know, pretty much. He's not coming out and saying, I'm part of Black Lives Matter, but he has a quote from his uh, says father, uncle. I, I get the whole family thing confused. But from um, Robert F. Kennedy from 1968, he has the quote here that he, you know, what he said about Martin Luther King, and he has a picture of George Floyd next to Martin Luther King basically saying, they're the same wonderful man. And while both of them suck, at least MLK wasn't like a known criminal. (laughs) He definitely was a criminal, but, you know, there was this facade of him having character and being educated and well-spoken. So, yes, he's basically coming out and saying, Black Lives Matter, woohoo, throw up your call me fist. And I think a lot of us just fall for these types constantly and make excuses that, well, because they do good work, you know, we shouldn't focus on their shady connections. We should just, you know, use them, right? Just like how everybody was going to use Trump. I mean, that's just absolutely insane to even think that you can somehow use these people who are being paid to actively work towards your destruction. I mean... I'm not saying that we're powerless, but you're not using these subversive people. You're not. Sorry. Don't mean to be like a Debbie Downer, but you're not. So he also has a picture here of um, the police taking a knee. You know, really awesome. Um, Great. Thank thank you. Thank you, uh, our boys in blue, for taking a knee to the communists. I mean, this is insane. It's absolutely crazy to see our men. They're mostly white-looking men. I mean... Kind of hard to see because they all have muzzles on, but um, they're there down on their knees, down on their knees for Black Black Lives Matter. It's uh, it's nauseating to see, really, and it's terrifying because usually you assume, and I know not all guys are like this, not all people are like this, but you know you just kind of have this false sense of security, like there are good people out there and strong heroic men and women that'll stand up to tyranny and all this bad stuff, but unfortunately, they're very few and far between. And a lot of them are, the good ones are either retiring or just, you know, putting their hands up like, I'm not going to lose my life for this job. Um, And the others are being defunded. So your downtown, you know, good old police officer is a thing of the past for sure. Now they're going to have like bots policing and, you know, crazy uh robotic like attachments and things that they're putting on these police helmets it's it's crazy and of course they needed a reason to further militarize our police and what better way to do that than riots (sighs) but anyways yes our friend rfk appears to be right on the anti-white pro-white genocide blm bandwagon and for that i say you're a piece of garbage mr rfk jr (laughs) that's confusing The, oh, he's sharing health nut news. Uh, You know, our friends over there, Erin, I forget her last name. Um, I think she might be affiliated with Mike Adams, who is such a COVID-19 shill. It's just over the top, (laughs) calling us like COVID deniers because we don't believe in this fake pandemic. Anyways, the caption that she wrote here doesn't make any sense. So it shows the police officers down on their knees and says, this just happened here in Florida. Miami police beat every cop in the world. When protesters came burning guns, burning guns, I don't understand. Why would you burn guns? (laughs) I mean, do you you mean like 
pointing their guns at them? I don't know. She says, when protesters came burning guns, they all got down on their knees. The crowd started crying and joined them. Oh, yeah, Aaron. Yeah, that's exactly what's going on at these protests. Totally. Yeah. As soon as the police get down on their knees, everything's just cool. And they hold hands and they sing Kumbaya. And the world is just right. No, no. And anybody that would tell you otherwise is actively covering up for these terrorists. This is a terrorist organization. So I don't take this stuff lightly. Oh, well, you know, like David Icke, he's done some really great work on the COVID-19 hoax. Okay, great. That's, that's wonderful. Why don't you take that information and start telling people about it yourself instead of using these charlatans and these people that are actively working towards your destruction and towards your genocide? Why don't you try something else? I don't know. I just, yeah, gets, it gets me frustrated when we all make excuses right? We need to have higher standards and, and look into these individuals that are put forth as these leaders, these thought leaders, because most genuine people aren't going to be given a spotlight at all. So, so that's always my litmus test. Are they on Instagram with a lot of followers and they're allowed to be all over social media? Well, then they're most likely not a threat. And I know everybody here knows that, but I just wanted to dig a little bit deeper into this man. So here he is at this um, big demonstration that was in Germany. I need to look into, you know, who organized this. I'm sure it was several different organizations because apparently the evil Nazis were there too. But here he is with um, his comrades here. He's got Dr. Heiko Schoening. We'll look into him. Um, and the attorneys Marcus Heinz and Rolf Kapperstein or Karpenstein. Um, there they are. So let's look into these guys, his associates. Well, actually, before I get into these characters, I found some interesting transcripts from the recent meeting. Um, I guess after this demonstration, he had a press conference because he's launching his European chapter of the Children's Health Defense. Um, so if we scroll down to the transcript here, we have some interesting discussion. So let me see who is talking here. Oh, it's our buddy RFK, of course. So, guys, he is going to warn us about Hitler. Evil, evil Hitler. So he's talking about, you know, the biosecurity agenda of people like Bill Gates and Anthony Fauci and all these people who are running the global economy. I love how he just says all these people, you know, not like a specific tribe or anything. It's, no, it's just like Bill Gates and Fauci and some random people, the globalists, right? Um, they have understood for years that they have a power that no totalitarian government has ever had available to it, which is the biosecurity. Hitler could point at the Jews and say, those are the big threat. We need to be frightened of them and everybody else needs to obey so that we can fight them off. Other countries were scared of the Bolsheviks. Wow. I wonder why they were scared of the Bolsheviks. Jeez. What, what an irrational group of people. You know, like, why would you be afraid of mass murder, rape, torture, um, bombing? Literally, your city is melting and on fire. Gosh, Hitler was just such a freaking boy who cried wolf. He was like, guys, listen, the Bolsheviks are coming. Um, they're looking to destroy everything. They're going to rape us all. And, you know, Hitler was just being a drama king, really. Because why, why would he want people to fear the Bolsheviks? Gee, and you know what? I'm sure not one person stood up and questioned this. This is what gets me frustrated. 
Okay. If we don't know the true version of history, we are doomed to repeat it. And just because these people are pandering and pretending that they actually care about children and their health, they're going to go and continue to push this psychological warfare on the German people. I think it's very interesting that this is happening in Germany. And I think this is happening there because there is a natural awakening, especially in Germany. And a lot of people are learning their true history, learning that Germany obviously lost the war. We don't hear the losers side of the story in our history books. We hear the victors side of the story. And it was the Bolsheviks who won. And they are continuing to spread their Bolshevik agenda all over the world. And this COVID-19 is the catalyst for that. It's the Trojan horse to bring in a worldwide gulag. So for these people to pretend that they actually care about our freedom and our future, it's, it's disgusting because they are lying through their teeth. I really doubt that RFK doesn't know it was the Jews that killed his, fuck, is it father? Father? Uncle, I can't keep them straight. Yes, his father. Okay. Can't keep track of all these damn Kennedys. Jeez. But yes, okay, of course RFK comes out and says, guys, it was the CIA. And everyone's, oh my God, can you believe it? He came out and said it. But it wasn't just the CIA. Okay? Do you think he's ever going to implicate the Mossad in any of this? Or the Chabad mafia? No. Because he is their little butt boy who they are allowing to travel around to Germany and here and there and have his little rallies and do his speeches. And, oh, good job, RFK. Yes, Hitler was so evil and the Bolsheviks were so great. We should not have been afraid of them. Come on, guys. It's it's infuriating. It's so infuriating. I love this. Now he goes into his uh, anti-white, don't be afraid of the Mexicans diatribe. In the United States, our demigods point to the Mexican. <laughs> Mexicans are dark-skinned people and say, we need to be scared of them. Who? Okay, what? <laughs> are the demigods our, our rulers, the Jew world order? Okay, so let's just pretend that that's true. Or, or okay, it's the elites, right? That's what he's saying by demigods. The elites are propagandizing to us to hate uh, Mexican people. Where are you seeing that, RFK? Because every single thing I see is anti-white, pro-anything but white. We love one and all. Everybody welcome in. I mean, it's the complete opposite. The propaganda is teaching us to love and accept our genocide. So, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, the Nazis rule the country right now, and they want us to be afraid of Mexicans. Yeah, that makes so much sense. Oh, and of course, he's such an anti-Semite because the ADL got all upset that he compared vaccines to the Holocaust, you know, the total real Holocaust. And oh, yeah, he's such a dangerous anti-Semite because the ADL, you know, made him get on his knees and apologize. And of course he did. Of course he did. I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. Also, Kyle just brought up that he never called into question his dad being executed by a Palestinian. What was it? Sirhan Sirhan? Gary and Catcher in the Rye. I mean, come on. It's like a bad Jewish frickin' movie. Oh my god, it was a Palestinian terrorist trying to kill him. It wasn't the Jewish mafia. I mean, did he die? I don't know. There's like a whole, you know, rabbit hole over there. Did he die? Is it fake? I mean, it doesn't really frickin' matter. What does matter is that this guy, his son, he's trying to tell us not to fear Bolsheviks, basically. And then Hitler was just irrational. I 
And you know what? People swallow it because they don't know history. If they were just shown what happened to the German people, they would be furious with this piece of shit, telling them, oh, don't worry about, like, your, you know, inevitable torture and death. It's it's totally cool. Like, just don't worry about it. I'm going to go to the Wailing Wall with my wife, and we're just going to go hang out with our attorney friends. Anyways, back to the attorneys that he's with here. I know I'm kind of off in a million different directions, but that's because... I'm extremely busy and do not have time to prepare notes. So we're just, we're flying. You know, I'm actually not finding too much on these guys, probably because I'm using English Google. Um, But I'm just going to assume by looking at this guy and his name that he's most likely a chosen member of the tribe. Also, RFK Jr.'s... um, (laughs) His cover photo is just a bunch of people holding up commie fists that one, like, Indian lady, I don't even know what her name is. She's everywhere, though. It's awesome. It's really cool. But, yeah, if any of my German listeners can tell me what the, what's up with these guys, that would be much appreciated. And, look, I'm not against demonstrations, right? But I just... What has changed since people have demonstrated? <laughs> I don't want to sound defeatist, but I just... I don't really... I don't know. I mean, there, there have been millions on the streets before to protest wars, and they, they still happened, you know? So I'm not telling you not to do anything. I mean, Kyle and I hold up signs still. We have to do something. But I think it would just be better if everyone started disobeying this mask stuff. I mean, that's a great um, example with the Germany thing. It looks like many people aren't wearing masks. But, um, you know, I, I know a lot of people are wondering, why don't these demonstrations happen in the United States? And, well... I think it's there's two reasons, probably more than that, but two main reasons. One of them is that our country is insanely huge, and we don't have a train system like Europe that connects all of the states together in like a very quick way where you can get from here to L.A. in a couple hours or something. We, we don't have that because um, our country sucks, and we don't produce anything. It's literally just decaying. So that's one reason. Another reason is we have race riots going on all over the country right now and uh, black terrorist groups burning down cities. So people are a little bit focused on that instead of uh, this this whole thing here. But it is good to see um, people not wearing these masks in a large gathering. That That is cool. I just wish that they had the whole truth. That's what I wish, because I just see them clapping in front of another charlatan politician, thinking that it's different, but unfortunately, it's not, in my humble opinion. So, his wife, Cheryl Hines, right, played Larry David's wife on the terrible show Curb Your Enthusiasm. Now, if you're not familiar with uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, let me just play you a little clip of the wonderful humor that's on this show. It's hilarious. It's just so great. Okay, here we go. Let's turn this up so you won't miss any of this hilarious comedy. Hey, I want you to meet my daughter, Emma. Hi. Say hi to Larry. Hello. Hi. I'm Emma. Hi, Emma. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. How come you don't have red hair like your mom? My dad is blonde. <laughs> Do you want to give him a hug? Yeah, sure. Oh, what the hell? Do you want to give this creepy Jew a hug? Oh, yeah, sure. Like, wh- what? What parent would be like, go ahead, hug this creepy Jew guy that you've never met? That's great parenting. 
Okay. All right. Nice mm. to meet you. Go get hey, something sweet. to eat, okay, sweetie? I'll see you in a minute. Oh, boy. What a sweetheart. Thank you. Yeah. Really sweet of you. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. We should get this thing going soon, yeah. huh? So, listen, I might be a... We should get this thing going soon? What is that even referring to? What? What thing? But if you think I'm reading into it too much, just keep listening. A few minutes late getting back from lunch, so I have to take Emma to the doctor. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, is she okay? Yeah, she just has a rash on her pussy. I'm going to get the table read started, okay? Good luck. Oh, Jewish humor is so funny, right? So hilarious. This came out of this old Jewish pervert's head, okay? Like, he writes all this and produces it and everything. Oh, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Great. Now, they're saying that Cheryl Hines is a shiksa and an accidental shiksa at that because uh, Larry David's wife was supposed to be cast as a Jewish woman, but she totally wasn't. So it was just so crazy, like accidental shiksa. (laughs) Wow, crazy. Um, So let's just look into her briefly. Before she got her break as an actress, she worked as a television reporter, telephone operator, and personal assistant to Rob Reiner. Now, if you don't know who Rob Reiner is, he's an American actor, comedian, and filmmaker. Um, He came to national prominence with the role of Michael Sitvik on the CBS comedy All in the Family. Oh, what a great one that was. Um, Why this person needs a personal assistant, I don't know. How do you even get that gig? (laughs) I'm pretty sure I know what kind of assistant she was. So he was born into a Jewish family in the Bronx. So I don't know. I mean, do you think that he would have a shiksa assistant? Probably, you know, assistant being prostitute. But um, I don't know. They usually like to hire their own. So who knows? Apparently the QAnon crowd is big into this RFK guy. I mean, that makes perfect sense. You know, he's going he's gonna to take out the deep state with Trump. But that's very logical. Yeah. So I guess the group that organized this big thing in uh, Germany was Querdenken 7-Eleven, whose name loosely translates to Thinking Outside the Box 7-Eleven. Well, I wonder what the 7-Eleven is. It's kind of random. Um, had tried to invite other controversial world leaders to the rally before landing Kennedy. Huh. The group's Twitter account tweeted at Donald Trump calling him the only American president who has not started a war. <laughs> um, uh, what? <laughs> uh, literally, our streets are burning. <laughs> and these rioters and terrorists are not being stopped. The, yes, we are at war. And uh, right now we're losing white people. <laughs> and just anybody that's not a piece of shit who understands that, you know, BLM is not fighting for any kind of freedom. It's just for further enslavement of all of us, but... Anyways, yes, so we've got pro-Trump people, all right, gathering together. And unfortunately, a lot of the people that I've chatted with around here that are against the masks, unfortunately, think that this is like a Democrat plot to bring down Trump. And it's just sad because they're so close to the truth, yet they want to just live in this delusion that Trump's going to save the day. And I mean, (laughs) it's 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 sad, sad. So yes, this group invited him to speak on the subject of peace. Three days later, the account tweeted at Russia's president, Vladimir Putin, who, according to Janice Barcelo um, and no other 
source because who needs any other source but Janice Barcelo. Um, he banned vaccines and GMOs. Yeah. But don't mention how I mean, that didn't happen, by the way. But don't mention how he banned criticism of the Red Army, uh, anti-Semitic biblical criticism, whatever the hell that is, and just uh, racial hatred, I guess, you know, talking about whites being genocided. He'd be thrown in jail for that over there. So, yeah, totally based. Um, yeah, please invite Putin over to Germany, the place that the Bolsheviks uh, completely control and destroyed. That would be so great for the German people. Yay. Woohoo. It's so weird that there are QAnon people over in Germany. I mean, not really because it's a, you know, it's like an intelligence operation, but it's just weird that Germans would concern themselves with American politics and that people in other countries see Trump as some kind of great thing. It's really strange to me. Like, hey, you want to interview me? I live here. This place sucks. Trump has not helped us at all. None of these people have or will. So I don't get it. But again, it's just like this religious belief, believing that someone's going to swoop in and save the day. And I mean, while that would be nice, uh, you know, I don't think it's RFK that's going to do that for us. This article even mentions that it was um, unclear how Kennedy managed to bypass the travel restrictions banning American citizens from entering Germany. Yeah, you really think he just snuck in? If he was some kind of big threat, he, he wouldn't even be able to leave the country. But no, no, he was brought right in. Not a problem. Not a problem. Well, I did find a little bit more about some of these um, doctors and attorneys that he was with. So that Shoning guy, Heiko Shoning, and I'm probably butchering these names. Sorry. Um, he was the founder of an anti-vaccination group, Arze für Auflockrung. <laughs> Oh, God, I'm so bad at pronouncing that stuff. Sorry. But, um, yeah, the website is very weird looking, and it's all in German. So I don't really know what it says. Um, but, yeah. Uh, the best part is that they had a big picture of um, anti-white child rapist Mahatma Gandhi up there, which was just so touching. Like, oh, gosh, be the change you wish to see, guys. Gandhi was so cool, so spiritual. Yes, he did sleep next to children. Uh, it's, like, documented. And I doubt he was just sleeping next to them, okay? Yeah, let's champion another child rapist. Yay, Mahatma Gandhi! Yeah, India is so enlightened. So I guess that there was also a far-right rally that tried to break into Parliament, but it had nothing to do with RFK, because he is not a Nazi, okay? He's a commie. Don't fear the, Bolshe don't fear the Bolsheviks, Okay. Um, he said that there were absolutely no far-right activists or conspiracy theorists at his event. But one of the photographs he himself uploaded appears to disprove his claim. I don't even, I don't even see, it's just a, a mass of people. You can't even, <laughs> I don't see any signs or swastikas or anything. I guess because they're just white people, they're like Nazis or something. I really don't get that. Oh, but... While Kennedy hasn't talked to the media, um, you know, over there or here, he did so graciously give Bolshevik, I mean, Russian, uh, Russia Today media, he gave them an interview, which is just so awesome. Yeah. A leaked EU report says that pro-Kremlin media outlets have been prominent in spreading disinformation about the coronavirus. Yeah, totally. Kremlin is so based. Oh, God, I guess these people were all chanting, where we go one, we go all, which is the whole QAnon thing. 
Oh, God. Yep, yep. That's just sad. It would be great if they could just be chanting, You done rouse! You done rouse! That I would be down for. I would show up for that rally. Hell yeah. Peacefully, of course. Peacefully. So they're saying here that the protesters um, believe that the German government is a puppet state controlled by allied forces. While that is partially true, it's not just the United States. It's the, it's global Jews, worldwide Jewry. Um, because, yeah, they say there was a lack of an official peace treaty after World War II. Yeah, that's because it, the, world, the war never ended. <laughs> but are they really going to get into who exactly right, is in control? I guess these Q-tards were even starting a, a rumor that Trump made Kennedy his ambassador and Kennedy was on his way to the Russian embassy where he would sign the eagerly awaited peace treaty and usher in a new government. That's so sad. That's so sad that people believe that. People, people just love to be let down. It's weird. It's like a weird punishment <laughs> that they seek. I don't get it. I really don't get it. But that doesn't even make any sense. Isn't Kennedy officially a Democrat? <laughs> And Trump a Republican? Yeah. But the position of ambassador to Germany has been vacant since May, so maybe we'll see something. Our boy RFK also loves him some Del Bigtree, who has a very strange-looking face. He has one of those eyes that's, like, very, very closed on one side, and then the other eye is really large. It's just, it's usually a sign of brain damage. Okay. And I'm not saying all the time it's their fault, but devious personalities will often have this trait. Just saying. Um, I remember Del Bigtree was doing a big speech about the poor, poor Jews in Brooklyn who didn't want to get some vaccine and he had to stick up for them because it's like the Nazis and blah, blah, blah. But every other group of people who, who really cares? I mean, we don't need to have a rally for the average American child of school age who is shot full of poisons every couple months. Um, no, no, we don't need to have rallies about that. But a, a Jewish community, a Hasidic Jewish community. Oh, yeah. Del Bigtree even put on a, a yellow Jew star, I believe, at his at his event to just show the persecution that was being experienced by the Jewish community. Yeah, Del Bigtree is another piece of garbage, um, you know, posting, oh, Hitler stuff. Should we be concerned that history is repeating? And then shows, you know, a picture of Hitler in front of thousands and thousands of Germans, you know, in formation. Oh, yeah, that's totally what's happening right now, Del. For sure. Like, all those race riots that are happening right now, geez, yeah, the Nazis are totally uh, doing that, taking over. I mean, doesn't make any damn sense. Um, he also shares a video of the um, Minister of Defense, Naftali Bennett, some ugly Jew goblin um, from Israel. And his tweet says, At real Donald Trump, wouldn't it make more sense to use Israel's approach to COVID-19 and lock down the elderly until we have natural herd immunity? <laughs> Because, you know, it's real and everything. Israel's defense minister explains plan for healthy people and economy. When I'm yelling at you, it's because he's writing in caps. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not angry at you guys. I'm just, just trying to get Dell's message out there. We need to be more like Israel. Okay? There. Dell Del broke, the, uh, broke the spell. We all, can, <laughs> we all can go back to our normal lives now because everything's fine. We just need to be more like Israel. Yeah. Hashtag be brave. <laughs> be brave like this Jew goblin 
who probably sits there drinking Manischewitz and eating matzo ball soup while he watches Palestinian children be blown up for, I don't know, just existing. So, yeah, hashtag be brave, guys, for sure. So am I saying don't go to any demonstrations? All is lost. Don't do anything. No, absolutely not. But I say, if you're going to these things, try and talk to people about this. Bring up your concerns, you know? Just, and all it takes is maybe just putting a question on a, on a thing, like, why is Holocaust denial illegal? Or just asking, why are they comparing this to Nazis when it doesn't make any sense, when these people are openly Bolsheviks that are taking over? I don't know. Framing some questions and, and asking people or trying to cut through the bullshit as best as possible and just bringing up some interesting connections like why are the guy why are these guys so embedded in hollywood why are they always talking about the terrorist state of israel as being some kind of shining beacon of democracy that we need to take an example from why do these people actually care about children do they if they're hanging around with larry david i don't think so they actually cared about children, they wouldn't be half-assed with this and say, well, we need safe vaccines. From what I've seen, from what I've researched for these many years, there's no such thing as a safe vaccine. Because when you're going to contract a disease, an illness, virus, if they even exist, it's usually because it's coming in contact with your mouth, your nose, your eyes, right? Oh my God, we need to start wearing masks. No, but you would never contract something naturally from getting it injected into your bloodstream. That's not natural. (laughs) So, oh God, there's no such thing as a safe vaccine. And saying, framing it that we need to give parents the choice is assuming that vaccines are safe to begin with and that they've just been tampered or, oh, it's just the coronavirus vaccine that's not safe, but the other ones are. It's more limited hangout nonsense. And I don't think we have time for any of this. That's why I don't like fence sitting. You know, well, okay, you know, he did a good job and he did a good speech and we should just like promote him and, and pretend that, you know, all the other stuff he said didn't happen. No. I think it's our job, people that know what's going on, to spread the message to other people, even if they hate you and get mad at you about it. I'm freaking used to that by now, so I really could care less. I'm just going to pop in from time to time to, like, let you know, hey, you know, this person's kind of shady. Just just putting that out there. Don't hate me, but, you know, just saying. Just trying to get the word out. Not that Bill Gates is some awesome person, not at all, Um, and not that this vaccine isn't a major threat. That's not what I'm saying either. But this just seems like a whole new controlled movement for people to be funneled into to feel like they're making a difference. And I'm not saying they're not, right? But we would make so much more of a difference if we were speaking the whole truth and we knew the score completely and who was pulling the strings. Um, You know, like, are they censoring people in Germany from talking about vaccines? Not from what I can see. But are they censoring people in Germany for questioning the Holocaust? Absolutely, they are. And it's just a known fact there that if you even insinuate such things, you will end up in jail. So maybe that's what we should be concerned about, especially here as well, as they make it illegal to question them, to criticize them, uh, to thank them even. I'm sure that will be soon. Did you just say thank you to the Jews? 
were you being ironic or serious? And I'll just have a little robot come and like read your mind with some Elon Musk tech and be like, no, you're not serious. You, you were not thanking the Jews sincerely. (sighs) Yeah, guys. Oh yeah. And I totally forgot about the, um, Kennedy Dershowitz debate that happened. Let me, let me watch a little bit of this. So first of all, do we think that RFK would be going on, or would Dershowitz have a debate with RFK Jr. if he felt threatened by him? No, absolutely not. How these guys even got in contact with each other is interesting. I just love the name of the channel that they did this debate on. It's called Valuetainment. It's like entertainment mixed with value. Um, okay. So this Valuetainment channel is run by Patrick Bet David. I can't find conclusive proof that he's a Jew, but um, he talks about, you know, how he was told that the key to success in the Jewish community is that when they make money, a lot of people make money and blah, blah, blah. So I'm assuming that he is a Jew. (laughs) He looks like one. And Bet, I know that's um, like they have... Bet David, which is a Jewish congregation, so it's usually a, a Jewish surname. He is very goblin-esque. He is just a very goblin-like man. And I don't know. I mean, I know some people are talking about organizing something in DC, but I don't know how all of that all of that works. Do you have to pull permits? I mean, to get a huge setup like they did in Germany, I'm looking right now, this is like a musical festival style stage. I mean, This isn't just like, oh, me with my bullhorn over here. This is like a huge event with speakers and and equipment. And I, I, it's just, I mean, a lot of organization and money went into this. So, I mean, hey, if people are going to go organize in D.C., that's great. But like, how do you coordinate all of these things without a lot of money, (laughs) you know? I know when Kyle went up to APAC, he had to freaking borrow someone's bullhorn. I think it was Chris Dorsey's bullhorn, even though Dorsey hated uh, Kyle at the time. He still let Kyle um, use the bullhorn, probably because he was just intimidated by Kyle's size compared to him. He's like a little little tiny guy. But, um, you know, I don't know. And why is he doing, like, the politician wave? RFK, he's got, like... He's got, like, one hand out and, you know, five fingers, and then he's doing the two fingers on the other side. Like, is that what his dad used to do, maybe? I'm sure a lot of these truth-tard, Q-tard people are like, oh, my God, it's the reincarnation of JFK. <laughs> it's happening. Gotta love this post with him, a meme. One world in humanity. One world, yes. One world without white people. Yay. Good thing we got rid of the evil Nazis, though, right, guys? Yeah, RFK is doing um, Instagram Lives with um, Alec Baldwin, who I'm almost certain is Jewish. Yeah, I don't think officially. So, you know, I can't say for 100%, but he's got some goblin-like features. I'll just say that. Okay, I don't know where Kyle's going to splice this little bit in, but um, I thought I was done with this topic, but I found even more... Concerning information. So first of all, um, RFK Jr. and his family members, their names appear in Jeffrey Epstein's little black book. So we've got um, Ted Kennedy, Bobby Kennedy and Mary, Ethel Kennedy, Senator Ed Kennedy, 
you know, it's a little little concerning. Um, so I also found some more information on his partnerships and endorsements. So um, RFK Jr. is pro-vaccine, as we've covered before. You know, he just wants safe ones um, and wants to preserve his uncle JFK's vaccine program and wants more and bigger government to manage a program that was based on fake science. So here's a quote from him from RFK Jr. I want to say it emphatically. I am pro-vaccine. I have been fiercely pro-vaccine. I believe that we ought to have policies that encourage full vaccination for all Americans. I guess is that this video is where he says it. So you can hear it from the horse's mouth. Minister Farrakhan has asked me to address the issue of vaccine. I'm sorry, what's wrong with his voice? <laughs> Why does he sound like that? It's so weird. But anyways, um, sorry. Vaccines and African-American and vaccine safety. I want to start out by saying this, and I want to say it emphatically. I am pro-vaccine. I am. I have always been fiercely pro-vaccine. I had all six of my children vaccinated. And I'm sure I, you did, buddy. Sure you did. Believe that we ought to have policies that encourage full vaccination for all Americans. Oh yeah, he's so so uh, dangerous. Yeah, Bill Gates is shaking in his penny loafers. RFK Jr. is. Oh, he's gonna take down bill gates and honestly like yeah bill gates sucks but this hyper focus on bill gates and george soros is just laughable to me these people think that these two men control everything and it's not anybody else Uh, it just seems to be like the new boogeyman not that they're good people but it seems to be like they're the new you know person that you're allowed to criticize okay um rfk jr Um, I guess he's also doing environmental activism. He's a close political ally of Hillary Clinton. Um, He's pro-vaccine mandates, big pharma, anti-environment, pro-Monsanto shill. So let's see here. Yeah, RFK Jr. endorsed Hillary Clinton after she took money from Monsanto. And you can see pictures on his Instagram hanging out with Bill Clinton and taking pictures with Trump. And I mean, it's just such a joke. Um, Yeah, so... Great. Endorsed her after she took money from Monsanto. He even, in 2016, still endorsed her after knowing her foundation, the Clinton Global Initiative, had a major partnership with Merck for the distribution of the Gardasil HPV vaccine. This vaccine is terrible. It's a series of three. I actually had it as a 17 or 18-year-old girl because my parents used to bring me to the gynecologist, or my mom did, um, because apparently that's what we're conditioned to think is normal as young girls, that we need to go and have someone look inside of us. It's absolutely disgusting. I I think it's rape personally. Um, So yeah, they were like, oh yeah, you need to, you need to have this because even if you're not sexually active, you need to have this vaccine to prevent it from ever happening. And it's insane. So I had all three of them. I'm lucky that I was even able to conceive and birth a healthy child and that I can still walk and talk. I mean, I'm sure it did damage for sure, but I've seen girls killed by this. They're completely, um, you know, deformed for the rest of their lives. They have neurological issues. They can't walk. They shake. They're sick. So, you know, no, that's fine. Just, you know, RFK Jr. endorsing this, basically. And, you know, RFK Jr. was in the Vaxxed uh, Limited Hangout documentary. And he even, you know, talking about the HPV vaccine, but then still endorsed Clinton, Um on the Clinton-Kane 2016 ticket, knowing that Kane mandated HP vaccine for high school girls. Do you see why I'm not fond of this guy? 
He also endorsed and raised money for his nephew, Joe Kennedy III, as recent as January 25th, 2020. Joe Kennedy III is pro-vaccine mandates and is running against Dr. Shiva for U.S. Senate in Massachusetts. So here's a tweet from um, Joe Kennedy III. Vaccinations save lives and keep all of our children healthy. In the midst of a, of a historic measles outbreak, that will leave families with lasting pain and heartbreak. Please use this National Infant Immunization Week to spread the word that vaccines work. These people need to be <laughs> tried and <laughs> whatever the uh, jury decides. <laughs> I mean, this is insane. They're, they're pretending to be, oh, we, we care about children's health. And he even is constantly going to meetups with autistic children. He's like taking pictures with them. Oh, guys, I care so much about you while he's um, advocating for more poisoning of our children. Cool. Awesome. So I wish people, before they go and start applauding his, you know, his speeches and dirt, dirt, look behind the curtain. Look, like scrutinize everybody. Scrutinize me, scrutinize freaking everybody. <laughs> like, I mean, that's the safest thing to do. Look into who their connections are. You know, what are they really promoting? Okay, just um, a little bit more here. This was on the Epstein Reddit subreddit. So, yes, the names from Epstein's Black Book, we have Ethel Kennedy. She's the widow of Robert Kennedy, Bobby Sr., mother of Bobby Jr., Joe and Carrie. Um, Bobby Jr., Mary Kennedy, the second eldest son of Ethel and Bobby Sr. This is why I get them all freaking confused, but they're just, they're, they're evil, okay? <laughs> I mean, maybe some of their family members aren't actively part of this, but this is freaking evil. So we also have Carrie Andrew Kennedy Cuomo, daughter of Ethel and Bobby Sr. Cuomo, interesting. Senator Edward Kennedy, Ted Sr., brother of JFK, and Ted Jr. Kennedy, son of Ted Kennedy, legal partner at Epstein, Becker, and Green. Oh, these guys are such, you know, they're like the people's champions. Oh, yeah. So their connection to Epstein specifically may have started with Ghislaine. So here's a quote from the mystery of Ghislaine Maxwell's secret love. When she first arrived in New York City in February 1991, in the wake of her father's triumphant entrance into Manhattan as the savior of the New York Daily News, she had one important role as Captain Bob's ticket into New York society. She accompanied him to all the right parties and helped to woo the Kennedy clan. When Carrie Kennedy, Robert Kennedy's daughter, was married, Ghislaine was a guest. Recently, she was seen warmly greeting John Kennedy Jr., JFK's only son, at a New York party. As they kissed on meeting their friendship was obvious obvious. Oh, okay. Update. With a bit of looking, I can already see so much stuff in plain sight pointing to their corruptness. Is that a word? Cor corruption? History of assault and pedophile slash young women interests. I've only used sources in the public domain and have quoted them and more people can help in that. All right. So Bobby Jr. slash Mary Kennedy. Bobby, known for cheating in all of his marriages and having drug problems. 1980, Bobby ran Ted Sr.'s presidential campaign and slept with an ex-staffer. That's always good, you know, abusing your power and taking advantage of people. 1994, Bobby divorced his first wife, Emily, when new girlfriend Mary Richardson, a longtime friend of sister Carrie's, was six months pregnant. Classy. These people are all about class. February 1994, both photographed with Epstein at New York Academy of Art Benefit. I need to find that picture. I was going to use a picture of RFK at the Wailing Wall with Hebrew letters in front of him from a Jewish publication. But, you know, maybe I'll find this picture of Epstein and uh, RFK. And that might be that might be a little bit more apropos. 
Okay, sex journal leaked, sex demons, sexual acts recorded at events where other Epstein black bookers are, i.e. David Blaine. Oh yeah, gotta love David Blaine, the magician, who I believe, like most uh, Jewish magicians, had some sex abuse scandals. Okay, um, that's great. RFK's sex diary. How, how wonderful. I'm sure he was flying on the Lolita Express, okay? Just because he has these wives that are somewhat his age um, (laughs) doesn't mean that he didn't. Okay, 1987, not only taught law, but also created a system to have second and third year law students working under him at the Pace Environmental Litigation Clinic. In 2007, Mary changes and starts to medicate with alcohol and show emotional distress. 2010, Mary drunk dials 9-11 three times, says problems with husband, and two days later, Bobby began divorce proceedings and starts dating Cheryl Hines from Curb Your Enthusiasm. How did they meet? Because he's probably friends with Larry David and all these other pedo Jews. 2012, Mary was found dead of suicide, through previ- though previously had claimed that Bobby repeatedly told her that she would be better off dead. So they probably just had her killed. So from his sex diary here, and I'm trying to be quiet because I know my son is out there doing schoolwork. He can't hear me right now if I'm at this level. Okay. So despite the terrible things happening in the world, my life is great, he wrote on November 5th, 2001. So I've been looking for ways to screw it up. I'm like Adam and live in Eden and I can have everything but the fruit, but the fruit is all I want. Richardson, Mary Kennedy, told a friend that her husband noted the names of his romantic conquests on pages in the back of his journal under the pre-printed heading, Cash Accounts. The couple was not yet divorced when she died and were bitterly arguing over issues involving custody and finances. Kennedy had temporary custody of the four children and was dating actress Cheryl Hines. Interesting how he had custody of the children. It's usually the, the mother that gets that. But, you know, if you're RFK and you got connections to Jewish lawyers, you can get whatever you want. Senator Ed M. Kennedy's car after a 1969 crash in Chappaquiddick, Mary Jo Kopeshny, who worked with Bobby Kennedy before he was assassinated, died in the accident. Okay, this just goes on and on and on and on. And I don't really have that much time. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he has a sex diary where he talks about all of the great stuff. Oh, what's this? Okay. A former mid-level Kennedy staffer bitterly disillusioned recalls with disgust one now ex-high-ranking aide as a pimp whose real position was to procure women for Kennedy. The fellow did have a legitimate job, she says, but also openly bragged of his prowess at getting attractive and bettable dates for his boss. The former staffer also recalls attending a party at Kennedy's McLean, Virginia mansion and finding it sleazy and weird. God, I'm I'm so shocked. His voice is probably like that from smoking so much crack. (laughs) Or he has like throat cancer from, okay, yeah. The former staffer, yes, she went to the sleazy party. Um, The senator had apparently established as his live-in girlfriend a young woman known to the staff as the T-shirt girl girl, you know, because this 50, 60 year old man should be with girls. That's, you know, it's normal. A New Englander who had previously sold teas at a beach resort. Jeez, it sounds like freaking Virginia Roberts in the Mar-a-Lago thing where she was a towel girl and then was procured, procured by Epstein and uh, abused. Yeah, the t-shirt girl. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I guess she met the senator through his son, Teddy Jr. One East Coast playboy recalls an incident a few years ago in a popular Palm Beach bar when a definitely drunk Kennedy shoved him against the bar and spilled his beer as the senator rushed out the door with a blonde so young the man at first mistook Kennedy for an angry father coming to take home an underage daughter. Oh, but he said he said good words. He did good work. You know, he had a big rally in Germany and stuff. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Can we have some damn standards, please? Please? Just can we raise the bar a little bit out of the frickin' depths of the swamp? <laughs> I shouldn't have used the swamp analogy, but you know what I mean. I don't want to use feces analogies, but it's stuck in the mud. We need to raise that bar up. We need to spray it off, clean it off, get the bar up high again, because this is unacceptable. There's just constant um, reports from this diary or whatever of just girls exploiting them you know people that he used to work with calling him out saying this is what's happening i mean i could read this all but you guys pretty much get the point um it's disgusting and the kennedys have always been involved in shady shit so it's not really you know surprising um i guess with with cuomo andrew cuomo the way that he is related to the kennedys now is because he was married to carrie kennedy the daughter of ethel and robert f kennedy senior hmm. so yeah i just wanted to add that little bit in there um because it's not surprising it's disgusting and i hate these people with a passion they're disgusting pieces of garbage so yeah all right that's it so yeah i think that's pretty much it for tonight just wanted to uh share some of that information with you guys. I'm sure some people will be pissed. Some people will find it interesting. Whatever. Take with it. Do with it what you will. Yes. That's what I wanted to say. Okay, everybody. Check out HeathenHerbs.com. We also have our um, introductory self-defense course that's available. $5 for the download and you keep it. You don't have to uh, keep, you know, purchasing a, a link. You can download it. Keep it in your computer. So enjoy that, and I will talk with you guys soon. Good night. The enemy hiding in a corner of your home. The enemy looking for your weakness to it all. It's waiting for a chance to break your fragile heart. Silence.
afraid of one. 